no fucking body. You can't be mad at no fucking body because we chose these no fucking bodies. Touche, my nigga. Touche. On God. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed each segment. I hope you listened to all of them and give me feedback on what you thought about them. Some of them, I know the editing was horrible on it. But I did the best that I can. I was I was unable to sleep. So it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. While I was working on it. I'm trying to um, speak to more men. As well as other women. About just not just. This wasn't so much just about marriage. It was just about relationships period. And being with someone that you're compatible with. Rather than having stress. And you know deal with so much. I feel like when you're in a relationship. It's kind of like what you're able to put up with and deal with. And my research is what I'm trying to figure out. Does does it really matter if your man cheats? As long as he's taking care of home. I'm not saying that I'm an advocate for it because I'm not. Because I'm a visual person. And if I can picture you sleeping with someone else, then it's going to take away from uh, the X-rated things that I would like to do in the bedroom so, I mean, the best thing is to not let me know. And I feel like when you get to a certain age, all of that should be thrown out the door. And you should be at a point where everything is good. But I, uh, th- my other theory is most of us would like to, well, most children, I think, kind of mimic their parents' relationship without even noticing or realizing that's what they're doing and that's what they're looking forward too, you know, and a lot of us are not, a lot of our parents are not even together or in fact they did cheat and they had several outside wives so then when you get with someone you're like oh I want my relationship like my parents and then you fail to realize that well they were cheating both men and women was cheating so don't try to mimic something like someone else's and try to kind of create something that you would like to have for yourself within yourself and are able to deal with and i just hope that most marriages and most couples and when they get together they keep the same momentum they had you know what i'm saying before they moved in together and things of that nature so i'll try to do a little bit more segments like this and i thank you for listening y'all have a great day commercial break to do an advertisement And then we'll be right back to our normal broadcast. Welcome to the Pretty and Petty Show. I'm a bowl full of petty. I'm speaking to a couple people about, males rather, about what their aspects on marriage, relationships, and life is. Thanks. It's a really fucked up situation because just like you said, when we find someone that's genuinely that we can love, we either run from it or we don't want to pay attention to it because we have yeah. been damaged and hurt. But then when you do some find somebody that's like extremely genuine and kind and lovable and all these things, they always attach to another woman that is not good to them. So then now you standing there with the moral concept, should I go in there and just take him because I know how good of a person he is or because you try to be under God, you just leave the situation alone and just watch this woman destroy this man. Right, and you get to the point where you even second guess that shit. Like, well, dang, well, baby, I should get my uh, situation for a man to change. So 
Cause I remember going through that for a portion. Um, I remember um, once I was noticing my husband was cheating and the type of women that he was cheating with, I start going into a, a kind of like a depression. Cause I'm like, well, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. Maybe I'm not as cute as I thought I was. Maybe I'm not as sexy or intelligent or intellectual or, you know, as I thought I was. Because look at the bag of bullshit he was fooling with. So I went into like a bad depression for maybe like four or five months. And then I think, I don't know if the angel came and tapped me on my shoulder or the Holy Spirit got to talking to me or, um, matter of fact, I do know what happened. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, I was falling, I was asleep and we do the same routine every single day, every single day. And um getting the kids to school he will wake me up 20 minutes before the kids get up uh so then i'm kind of like half sleep but i'm still sleeping i'm in my prayer and stuff like that because it don't take me long to you know jump up put my clothes on to walk out the door because i took my bath the night before and i had to be up at like five o'clock 5 30 in the morning for him to drop me off at work and then he dropped the kids off and then i come home so this particular day he go outside he um starts the car up and then he always come back in and uh, uh, wake me up. But for some reason, he did not come back into the house. And I woke up and my eyes is open and I'm seeing everybody move around in the house, but I can't get up. And I'm screaming and screaming and screaming like, hey, somebody come get me, come get me. Like, I think the spirit is trying to, you know, trying to kill me in my sleep. And I'm sitting there like pulling, grabbing onto my neck, you know, trying to get my windpipe going. So then when I finally jumped up, you know, I'm like, oh my God. I was like, why did you not come back into the room? And he was like, well, what happened? And I told him, and I said, normally you always come in the room and check on me, but this particular moment, you didn't check on me. So that's when I realized and dawned on me, it wasn't me. It was his spirit that was attracting these type of women that he was on the level of. The reason why we couldn't get along and be okay is because he wasn't on my spiritual level. He wasn't on my intellectual level. He wasn't even on my level at all. So there was no way that we was gonna work and that's why I finally understood because I even watched this movie called Unequally Yoked. And I finally realized it was that. Even though we went to church together, sometimes the fact that we were still unequally yoked because our level of spiritually was not on the same page. And that's why he got along with the raggedy ass women that he was sleeping with, because that's the level he was on. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to check that movie out, sis. I mean, I don't know if it's online or what. It was on. I seen it on YouTube, and it was crazy because when you see it, you're gonna be like, "Wow!" Especially at the end, you're gonna be like, "Wow!" So you can meet anybody at a certain place. But you have to wonder what level are they trying to go on? Are they content with the level that they are at? Or are they actually trying to move up? And if they are moving up, are they moving up for good? Or are they moving up for uh, uh, notoriety as most people want to be up in Christ? Want to be up for notoriety and not so much helping each other. Exactly. And that's what it's about. It's about notoriety. People don't want to speak the truth no more. People are afraid of the truth. People want to hear the truth, but they don't want to be the ones that bring the truth because they don't want the ridicule or the backlash. Right. 
Like we out here supposedly saving people, but are you saving people for the money or are you saving people because you really want God's kingdom to work? Well, if you if you charge no money, then it's, it's not about saving them for God because that means you're trying to save them for a service. Because what? Think about it. You you, you pay a person to do a service for you. That's just like JCP's paying me to answer those damn phones. You know, uh, I was thinking about that. Me, I'm not showing up and I'm not answering no damn phone. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, so basically we are paying, it's almost like we going to school to be taught God's word and we are paying him for the service. Yeah, because think, think about it, sis. Every time before the, the before before the word is given for what they do, offer it. You're paying it before the, before the message. So do that. They, they want people to get married in church? You said, do they want them to? Now, yeah. back in the day, yes, they still wanted to do now. Yes, but they just want to do it now because they want to be in your fucking business. Uh... Church has become, a, and I need to put that shit in my book, church has become a social club. They in bed with the government now. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because you need, you need help because, you, you know, you need some money. You got to fill out a damn form. Which is crazy. And that shit, when, when, when we was coming up, when we was coming up, we didn't have to go through that shit. I thought the cornerstone was supposed to be the storehouse to feed the people when they were in need. Because I don't recall when Jesus had fed the folks with the bread and the fish. I don't remember them them them, them tipping him. I don't think I don't think he uh he was taxing people for that. No, I don't think. I, he was. I mean, I wasn't there, but I'm just trying to make education guess. I don't think Jesus charged anybody for it. Because if he did charge them, they wouldn't have so much uh. They wouldn't have little bread. They would actually be able to go to the store and get some more. Exactly. Exactly, because think about it. Okay, yeah, I'm supposed to bring money to the church. You're supposed to bring money to the church. And everybody is supposed to bring to the church. What the church is supposed to do is the church is supposed to support everybody that's in the congregation and the people that come in there that are needy. Okay, so what happens if 
your rent, your expenses, your food, everything's going up, but you're still making the same money. That means it's going to push you into a lower level or a lower class. I don't want to say class because class is a state of mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a lower level. That's, that's... And see, people don't understand that, man. Just like today and all, they, they playing they playin with church. They don't know what church really is. You're just going by what people telling you. Y'all want to be noticed. You wasn't hugged as a freaking kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You still got something missing on the inside. Yep. They giving you a little... <laughs> but they ain't giving you nothing to survive. to do 
and um, she had to make a tiger. But she instantly, automatically wanted to give up on the paper before she had even got started. Talking about, I was sitting here just working on the eyes for the last three days and I couldn't get it. I said, well, why didn't you move on from the eyes and start working on the shading or trying to draw something else and then come back to it? You so stuck on this one situation thinking it's the reason yeah. why you can't do it instead of just moving on to something else and practicing on that and then come back and work on the eyes. Cause then by then your confidence level had went up, but so many people get so stuck. Oh my God, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. Instead of saying, yeah. you know what, I can't do this, but let me move on to something else that I might can possibly do. But until I took her phone from her, then it forced her to want to do the paper. And that's the thing that a lot of people have to realize. Do not let God force some things away from you because it is way harder when he would just give you the tools to do it yourself. Right. general segment when everything is handed it to you and it's time for you to give up give up get up and move better with what god is trying to present to you and bless you with and with money the general segment that so much of us were not taught a lot uh when we was growing up it's a lot the about is my grandparents i mean my gone passed on some of them are still you know clinging on by our thread, not even life, because they failed at their jobs. Yeah. And these generations are suffering. So now, I mean, think about it, sis. The only people, let's just be freaking real. The main people who's really trying to really come up and really understand the big picture is us, the foreigners. Yeah. Think about that. So many people don't got comfortable being on the corner and hooking up with chicks and hooking up with dudes and trying to and make somebody bring them up instead of fighting to bring themselves up. Right. Nobody wants to help. No one wants that. to help. Because she was like, I'll just find... each other up collectively. No one wants to do that anymore. She was like, I'll just find a guy that, uh, I'll just find a guy to take care of me. I said, he's still going to want you to have some uh, type I of smart I hear that shit thing. all the time at work. Oh, my God. Uh, he still wants you to have some type of smarts. And then if he do, if you do get him... He gonna cheat on you with somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. Why? Because you're not bringing nothing to the table. You ain't got no substance. You ain't got nothing to offer, but you want somebody to take care of you. Yep. That's just a lot of married time they have voluntary time off. They the first one to click, 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 and go ahead and go. And they're like, dang, Tim, you always here. Where? Like, I'm trying to get my money. This segment is working in the middle of trying to get your money to and do what needs to be done while you're in a marriage and you're getting less of it. Like it's everybody who was working hard don't get to well in the in the middle class like don't get to really enjoy it. And nah, because they, they they working all the time. And my thing is this, you know, taking God. someone taking care of the family and someone who's not grateful. For it. Right. And see, 
see what God had showed me the other week. That's that's why I called last week. Cause I wanted you to see what's up. God had told me a couple of weeks ago. He said you're gonna be the next Richard White in your family. So first thing I said. I was like, well, damn, I'm going to be a whore or something. I'm going to be, you know, I didn't say fuck it. But, you know, it's my uncle that passed last year. His father, his uncle had passed away, and um, he had several businesses. He was um, a pastor as well. He had um, a fire chief, uh, police, uh, several houses. So he lived a pretty good, wealthy life, and um, he had a marriage, and the wife died um, early on into the marriage. And he also was a man that cheated, but yet he took care of the home and was looked upon as a great uh, a legend in, in the community because he did so much for the uh, neighborhood and for uh, people of color showing them that they can build a empire you know what i'm saying and that's why i still have a question of marriage if a man cheats but he lives a good life does it still makes him a bad man been kind of good lately and you know what i'm saying i ain't showing up segment is about eliminating property meaning also people the surrounding body of people around you if they're not helping you to build your brand in a marriage or friends it's time to cut them off and move on to a better life i see what you're doing but for me to even get or to start that process i have to eliminate what's around me that's not good yeah and then right after Right. So my thing is, you know, you you put me in a bad 
His wife had accused him of several different women that he could have slept with, but he really didn't. And accusing me of it. And accusing me of it. You know what I'm saying? First it was the Keisha, then it was the Shantae, then I forgot it was some other bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know? Because your dad had insecurities. Because you was doing dirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With all the bitches, I could have fucked, sis. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why? I could have passed anybody else. Uh, me personally, I felt like it was in revenge or vindictive, but in also aspects of it, I feel like to show them that you could do it and anybody can get touched. Right. So then with that essence, even though a person does cheat, it it, kind of like make it seem like it doesn't really make them a bad man. I think on certain levels of how you do it makes you like if you just a flat out whore just to be a whore, then you know what I'm saying? And then you're not taking care of home. Then fuck you. You use a shitty ass person and you're a cheater. But I don't know if you know, and, and it's so crazy because it's like, I don't know. Like I said earlier, if I know anyone as a male who have not cheated, but at the same time, the few of the ones that I do know that have cheated, they have took care of home. They Wives have never been without. The kids have never been without. And they still show honorable respect within the community. So it's almost like, is that a part of marriage? Because if you really look at it, it's way over 75% that is cheating in their marriage than not. But even with that being said, the kids have never done without. So is it something that a male just wants to do or do a woman force them into cheating? I, I think you know, most most dudes, sis, I don't think they want to cheat. They're, they're put in a position to be either they either put in a position or they're forced to cheat. Because generally, most men, when they talk about, well, it's time to get married, they already looking at all the pussy they're about to give away and all the chicks that's about to go. For this one person. So that's a hell of a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So for a dude to say, hey, I love you. Let's get married. And you actually do the shit. That means he really wants to do it. So when a woman actually cheats on a dude and treats him like shit, it starts to mentally break him down. And I know a few, a few men that are married and they're not having sex anymore. Like that, uh, yeah. to me, that utterly pisses me off. What but the freak did you marry this man for if you wasn't going to give him no more sex? So now you want him to cheat. Because if he was not going to get sex, he could have just stayed unmarried and got all the pussy he want. Exactly. Exactly. So check this out. It's funny you said that. Uh, now the bitch uh, uh, woke me up one night. It was like a couple of weekends ago. It was on. Say, all right, I'm going back to sleep. Go ahead and get your nut off. So all of a sudden, now you want to do it. You see, you, you, you see what I'm saying? It's not going to stop what I am and what I'm becoming because I, my whole mindset's different. I'm a different person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, some women, they try to do it to slow you down, to contaminate you, to control you. You can't. She can't stop me no more. 
which that that is that is a huge topic that I've talked about on the podcast about sleeping with certain people will actually damage your growth and your 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 mental uh and sometimes physicality because I personally feel like um with a certain person that I slept with I felt like my health start becoming a decline. I think that was the yeah. I think that was one of the ways that Satan wanted to tear me down because he knew he couldn't get me mentally or with my kids. So he was like, "Well, let me attach you to this person to physically damage your ability to do what you want to do." Right, because it's either it's either to damage you, it's either to damage you or to stop you or damn. Right. Because the problem, the problem with that is. uh, when that generally happens, it's uh, what you call it, sis. What you call it? Uh, I've I read this uh, Chinese proverb. It says, uh, "You don't, you don't, uh, you don't attack what is strong. You attack what is weak." Mm. And that's out of uh, I read that yesterday at work. And I actually found the quote last week, but I actually cut and pasted, it. So I'm looking at it every day, and that's out of uh, Sun Tzu, Art of War. No, you no. know what? That's funny. I just looked at the auto, the Art of War book yesterday. It's an app that you can download and read. Uh, I just seen it yesterday because I have it in the Kindle that I wanted to uh, 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 download it and read it. But I think I'm going to end up getting it out the library and just read it because I'm not really... I, I'll read some stuff. But I'm just not really into looking at a screen and reading a book. I would kind of like to hold the book in my hand, do some highlights, take up a few notes. So I'm still trying to get get comfortable with doing that. I can't do that because I know this when I read it on the screen. Good rising, everyone. Um, this is pretty and petty. I am a bowl of petty, but only if you make it. Um, sorry about the morning voice. I just woke up and, um, I had a dream, uh, last night. And it was basically talking about relationships, uh, and what was occurring in a relationship and the reason why it never made it to. Uh, marriage status, and um, there were some other parts of it in there that's irrelevant, but um, I do want to talk about marriage. Um, I think marriage is a very beautiful, splendid, amazing, joyful process um, when God put together, or when evil, even in a situation where God is not in it and two people are still together or the way it came about and um, I just think that um, being in a marriage a good one rather is phenomenal you know by building something on solid ground and starting with the foundation of working yourself up 
to putting up the walls and then separating the room. Um, but the problem I feel like most marriages doesn't work, or a lot of them don't work, especially in church, is because we're not taught how to love someone. Better yet, we're not really even taught how to love ourselves. So I remember asking a pastor that, and it was like, God is love, and you got to learn to trust God, and you got to learn to let him and allow him to do things in your heart. And I asked her, well, if I don't know how to love myself, and I don't know the true meaning and concept of love, because for what I've seen growing up and just embodied around me was, you know, that type of love of cheating and abuse and alcohol and you know disrespect and just so many levels of just wrong so for me for the longest time when I thought of love I thought of evil it it just went one-on-one to me because I couldn't understand if someone says that they love you and tell you that they care why do they mistreat you in the manner and that's just what I was always privy to like most of the members of my family uh most of the men were cheaters um actually I could say all of the men were cheaters I'm not even gonna say most all of the men that I've seen in my lifetime were cheaters I don't think I've um ever been introduced to a man that has not cheated and so many people so many boys are growing up in that desire of you sleep with a bunch of women you sleep with a bunch of women you sleep with a bunch of women like that's the mental concept that we give our boys but then the concept we get our women or our little girls to become women of be a lady only have one man take care of the household do this and do that so here we are on an unstable balancing beam of a foundation already because one is taught to sleep with everyone and the other is taught to just sit back and take it so if most young men are taught or can be taught now that it's best to have a woman and work through those process and if that doesn't work then go to the next one but most people that are doing good are always seem to be laughed at or it's not constitutional or you're not a man or you're not this or you're not that because you just want to be stable with one women and no one teaches our little boys that when you um or we as parents don't teach our little boys that why did that when you get with one person or two people or three people or four people you're taking on so many different personalities and you have to be so many different people that you almost forget who you are so that when you get up into your 30s and 40s you're still confused and then when you finally get that uh what is that called midlife crisis i guess then you start to realize who you are and then now you're looking at the person that you're with that you decide to marry and here come a flood of issues that comes along 
a lot of times it does occur before uh, 20s and um, because most people normally I guess try I'm gonna look for the stats and I'll add it at the bottom pretty much get married between 20 and 30 somewhere around there but you have to also think from 13 if that's the time that that boy start having sex he don't even know himself he don't even know um a little bit of anything i remember or especially when it comes towards sex i remember running back into a person that i dated uh, throughout my high school years and uh when we got in our 20s you know we end up talking back and hooking back up again and he apologized like I had no idea what I was doing. I, you know, when it comes to having sex or trying to be in a relationship, because all I was told was to have multiple women. And he was like, and the crazy thing is, I really didn't want to have multiple women. I honestly just wanted to be with you. And I may have been with another person, but that's because um, a situation had occurred and he had no choice but to be in that person's life. But um, but he was like, everybody just knew because of the way I look and, you know, how my lifestyle was. I was just with multiple women and these women that I was trying to date just couldn't grasp the concept that I was only wanting to be with just one woman. But so because of that, he ended up developing himself into someone that he really wasn't. And he was like, after a while, I just did. I just did what everybody thought I was doing anyway. So that made that made that issue in itself. This segment is working in the middle of trying to get your money to and do what needs to be done while you're in a marriage and you're getting less of it. Like it's everybody who was working hard don't get to well in the in the middle class life don't get to really enjoy it. Nah, because they, they, they working all the time. And, and my thing is this, you know. Taking God, someone, taking care of the family, and someone who's not grateful for it. Right. And see, what God had showed me the other week, that's that's why I called last week. Because I wanted you to see what's up. God had told me a couple weeks ago, he said, you're going to be the next Richard White in your family. So... First thing I said, I was like, well, damn, I'm going to be a whore or something. I'm going to be, you know, I didn't say fucking. But, you know, it's my uncle that passed last year. His his uncle had passed away, and um, he had several businesses. He was um, a pastor as well. He had um, a fire chief, uh, police, uh, several houses. So he lived a pretty good, wealthy life, and um, he had a marriage, and the wife died um, early on into the marriage. And he also was a man that cheated, but yet he took care of the home and was looked upon as a great uh, a legend in, in the community because he did so much for the uh, neighborhood and for uh, people of color showing them that they can build a empire you know what I'm saying and that's why I still have a question of marriage if a man cheats but he lives a good life 
does it still make him a bad man? Let's learn how to do better in marriage. But if I want you, you, you're not being ran through all the fucking time. You're not like if if I help you, you help me right back. You know? Always, without so a shadow of a doubt. I, I, I see that type of relationship in you. Without a shadow of a doubt. But that is so crazy because even if we just throw out some people that we know collectively together, all the people that they cheated with were garbage type of women. And you sitting there like, but I see the woman that you have. So why would you step your level down to sleep with someone that ain't even compared to your wife or your girlfriend's level? So then it's basically because you're garbage. You really are a garbage dude and you kind of lucked up with a dope ass chick. Okay. For instance, there are several men that I know that had phenomenal women, especially like myself, and they decided to like sleep with scumbucket ass girls, which was crazy because there's some women that will wake up five o'clock in the morning and make their husband breakfast from scratch only because she loved him for him to still cheat on her. Exactly. So you going to cheat with somebody who can't do nothing for you. With a woman you got that will wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning that will make you anything from scratch. She gonna give you pee, uh, her body whenever. And she's the only motherfucker that I'd ever slept with. You. She have never slept outside of her marriage. Ever. She has never had a man outside of her marriage. And your motherfucking ass. Stupid. Do you know how? That's like fucking T-bone steak pussy over there. And she was such a praying wife and a beautiful woman. Ooh. With a small waist. And she little as shit. That, nigga, that, that's one of them, that's that type of culture you, you have fun with. Especially if you... She's the I mean, only... I, I Hold on, I know that came out really I know, I, know, I knew where you was going with that. But no, I see what you're saying because she's like 4'10". He can, and he's like 6'3". You can lift her up. You can put her on the counter. You can sit her on your damn shoulder. Nigga, you can helicopter her ass. Nigga, she can helicopter your ass. What the fuck are y'all doing? Tripping. My damn husband. The fuck? You seen the walrus he was cheating on? And then the folding these niggas be hard. I don't know what the fuck be going but crazy. I just, be glad one, I just be glad when one day I can see them. Shit. I'm tired of, all these, tired of all these extra ass niggas getting all the good females and shit. And I just get fucking left stones in the fuck these extra ass niggas. <laughs> but like I was telling my big bro a minute ago, you can't be mad at no fucking body. I can't be mad 